Kenta Maeda, baby. Woo! Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we're talking all things MLB DFS, and we want to remind you, if you're new to the program, make sure you subscribe, or if you've been listening to the program, subscribe. That's right. You subscribe and hit the little notifications button, and then boom, all of a sudden, you get Bubba and Joey P talking baseball five days a week for you getting you set on FanDuel, on DraftKings, and everywhere else you're going to play your daily fantasy baseball. And I also want to tell everybody, too, the football podcast is right around the corner. That's right. The pre-snap will be back. Scott Bogman from the Black Book and in this league is going to be joining me for that one. It's going to be lit, as the kids like to say. So make sure you get ready because we got everything for you here at LineStar, and the LineStar app is available right now. Go to LineStarApp.com and get the premium product as well. And Bubba... It was a good night. I wish sometimes we'd listen to ourselves a little bit more. You know, we I did that thing yesterday where I overthought a little bit, and I should have had more Kenta Maeda than I had. And uh, it, look, good on him, man. It was a big strikeout night from a guy who doesn't usually have those kind of strikeouts. So uh, our cash game pitcher was a little disappointing. Carrasco did not live up to expectations against the Pirates, but at least Kenta Maeda outlived his expectations. Yeah, Kenta Maeda, filthy eight no-hit innings, finally got broken up in the ninth. They let him go back out. I was surprised because he had 113 pitches, but 12 Ks, got the job done. He's just been absolutely consistent as they come. Like we talked about yesterday, we just didn't expect that kind of performance. We expected a good performance, but not that. That was outstanding. Yeah, 12 strikeouts for him. Boy, I'm glad I talked about him on TV yesterday. Now I look really smart. <laughs> there you go. Smart uh, also, stuff and things. Bubba getting some love on the internet yesterday for steering people away in the day slate from Dylan Bundy because of all the heat and the ball flying out everywhere. So uh, good job on that because if you had Granky instead of Bundy, you done pretty good. You done much better there in that contest, that's for sure. Uh, let's fly around yesterday's board. Uh, Blake Snell. Got the W against the Yankees there. Brennan Lau, oh my goodness. Fifth time in six games. Austin Meadows also, uh, Austin Meadows also hit one, but Lau has got to be the story, man. This guy has just been red hot, Bubba. Yeah, he's been ridiculous. Like I always knew he's a good contact hitter, batting average guy, but the power's there. They haven't played in the outfield now, which we didn't really expect coming into the season. He's doing it all for them, and we'll see what he can do tonight against one Garrett Cole. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, maybe, <laughs> maybe that run comes to an end tonight, but ooh, we'll see what happens here. Uh, Robus uh, makes a great catch and holds on for the Nats win 8-5 over the Rockies. You also have uh, uh, the Dodgers just squeaking one out against the Mariners. Why are the Mariners giving <laughs> the Dodgers fits? I don't understand what's happening here. What a disappointing, disappointing two-game series. Now they go to Seattle for two. I can't wait to see how that goes. Oh, the home and homes. Bleh. But seriously, man, like the – and you know what? That's why we stayed away from Gonsolin, too. I got scared off the stripling thing. I was seeing dead people, and I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, the yeah. Mets offense was good, like we said they would be. Uh, Brendan Nimmo had three hits there. Um, you had some uh, good moments there. Cano got involved a little bit. Uh, J.D. Davis got involved a little bit. Next thing you know, the Mets are 
I'm not going to say rolling. Let's just say a winning games. So let's just, you know, let's not go too far here. It is the Marlins and the Marlins are starting to show obviously the, you know, <laughs> where they're at right now in terms of bodies and talent and everything in between. I got my home run from Bryce Harper too. Another guy I talked about on TV yesterday. We talked about extensively on the show because Harper was another guy. Great uh, opportunity against the Red Sox. Bubba and I very much into Bryce Harper last night. You know, I should have called him for my home run, but I just called him last week and it felt kind of dirty. So, but <laughs> retrospect, once again, go with your gut, right? Like, why do we second guess ourselves? We do all this I've work. I've been second guessing myself too much. Like, I'm just going, I already know who I'm taking tonight. I don't care if anybody says it's too. Oh, me too. I'm me too. And, and you know what? It'll be wrong. And now tonight it'll be wrong. And then we'll. <laughs> yep. yep. I know. I know. Uh, Anthony Bass got the win late here as the Orioles uh, lost to the Blue Jays eight to seven. And this one, Travis Shaw uh, had a scored on a throwing error. Uh, he also had himself a pretty decent game for his return on investment. We talked about that White Sox lineup. Now I did have Tim Anderson last night, so that was good. Yes, first at bat, first, <laughs> first at bat, bat. dude. I, that's what you got to love about Anderson. He just gets up there and just ready to go. And this is another did you see guy him too. trot around the bases. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing, man. And I was just gonna say that. This is another guy who caught a lot of crap last year for his style of play. Baseball, stop being so old and boring. Just, God, this is fun. Tim Anderson's fun. This is good for the game, okay? If you don't like it, stop giving up home runs to guys, okay? Like, what else am I supposed to tell you? Shushing the the dugout was pretty darn awesome. I was a big fan of that. That was so good. Just so good. It's just great. I love it. I love personality in baseball. I want it back. I grew up with the 86 Mets who would do curtain calls in other people's stadiums, okay? That's amazing. And it's true. I'm not like, this is not exaggeration. They used to do that and other people get furious about it. And you know what? You don't like it? Try beating them. You know, that's well, how a team wins 108 games. <laughs> you know? I, well, I remember when I used to go to Candlestick Park for those that might not even know what that was when the Giants played there. And the opposing team had to come down from the like right field. They had a little door and right field side to walk all the way across the field to the visitors dugout on the third base side. And every time Tommy Lasorda would come out, he'd tip his hat and take the slowest walk, waving to all the fans as they booed him the entire time. Yeah. Again, another that great character of baseball. Do you, yes. you know what? No, nobody's going to remember Jace Tingler, but we all remember no. Tommy Lasorda, right? You exactly. see? Exactly. Gosh, don't they understand? They're entertainers uh, like me yep. and Bubba are. Uh, so Anderson Woo! was really good. Obviously, that's right. Uh, Dylan Cease got another W. His ERA is down to 316 right now. So Dylan Cease, don't look now. Starting to become better and better. I know we didn't want to go there. And you know what? Maeda was the right pick, obviously. Um, you know, which is stunning is because, you know, he lost a no hitter there in the ninth. But, you know, he still didn't come away with the W, which was frustrating. But at least he made up for it with the strikeouts. He was brilliant. Uh, Darvish, yet again, the ERA is at 1.80. I, I don't know what this change is, if it's mechanical, if it was tipping pitches, whatever it is. But, man, this guy is just absolutely on fire. Just incredible oh and by the way in your i can't believe it's 2020 still going on matt harvey is gonna pitch tomorrow today i should say <laughs> double header for the reds and the royals at least, it, so at least it's only a seven inning game so it can't go too bad. yeah like seven innings is something that guy would sniff anyway so yeah so matt harvey's That's gonna true. pitch for the royals today so Oh, 2020, you crazy, crazy lady you all right so that was yesterday and now today it's a new day yes it is so let's get after it. Uh, we do have a couple afternoon games here. We got Jake Arrieta against Kyle Hart, Phillies and Red Sox, Tommy Malone against Tanner Rourke uh, in uh, Camden Yards. You've also got a 220 game here with Alec Mills and Jack Flaherty and Adelbert Azule against, uh, I don't know who's pitching for the Cardinals right now. I don't even know if they know at this point. Do we have an official <laughs> starter this morning? 
I I have not seen one yet. You'd yeah, imagine Jack Flaherty's going to pitch someday, but I don't know when. Well, yeah, Flaherty's going to pitch that first game of the doubleheader, I think. So uh, okay. I'm going to let this day slate go, personally. Yes, um, pretty bad, because the doubleheader games aren't on the slate anyway, so it's right, a two-game exactly. day. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's a two-game day with no – like, what are you going to do, Jake Arrieta? Like, that's a picture you're yeah. going to do Kyle Hart or Tommy. You know, when Tanner Rourke oh. looks like the best pitcher on the mound, I think you just fade away from that and just move on. So let's pretty move much. on, and let's pick things up here. It's 7.05, because 7.05 in Yankee Stadium tonight, you do get – Garrett Cole, 10.9 against Tyler Glass, now 8K. Uh, now, look, this actually, at first glance, I think it has some appeal. You say, okay, well, you know, Garrett Cole is tremendous. Glass now 8.8 on DK, Garrett Cole at 11. Okay, is there any contrarian opposite love here? But then when you look at the innings of Glass now so far, four innings, four innings, four innings, I, I just I can't, I can't get there because no matter how good he is, I can't see him outlasting Garrett Cole and for me, that's that's a no no bueno. So I'm I'm not going there. If you want to pay up for Cole and Cash, that's fine. I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, as good as Meadows and Lau have been, it's Garrett Cole. But I can see people wanting to take Glass now tonight, and I think that that's a bad idea. Yes, no Tyler Glass now for me. He's not going deep in games. He's getting hit very hard, or he's walking everybody. Either way, it's right. bad. And um, if you are gonna get Yankee happy, which I'm not, go with the right-handed bats because Glass now's reverse splits have stood out big time this year. Yeah, uh, I like that call as well. Um, obviously, you know, same thing goes here. Middle of the Yankee lineup, uh, mid four range on DK. You know what you're getting into here against Glass now. And if he is walking a lot of guys, I can get him in trouble here. Um, and but same thing, you know, and FanDuel, it's it's holding true. Urshela 3.2, Torres 2.8, Talkman 2.7, Gary Sanchez is even at three. Um, so you're getting a lot of value here because this is not the regular Yankees. Clint Frazier with some power at 3.12. Um, so look, I don't love this Yankee offense tonight against Glassnow because Glassnow is capable of going out there and, and throwing four and a half to five innings of good baseball. So I'm just going to stay away from this from generally speaking from the offense. If you want to go cold, just run him out there by himself. I'm cool with that too. The next one is Aaron Savali at 9.5 against the pirates. And I don't want to get burned again because last night looked so good and it wasn't good enough for Carrasco. He's 9.8 against the pirates on DK. Can we learn to love again tonight, Bubba? See, I'm really torn on this one because it seems like the last two times I've targeted the Pirates, it's been DiScofani and Carrasco. That's been so much fun, even though we know the Pirates are very, very bad against right-handed pitching, like almost 28% strikeout rates, like a 120 average. They've been horrible against righties, unless I use them in DFS, basically. Oh, but, so I guess um, the answer is, if you're using them, we should all be off them yes, tonight. That, that's the scientific math behind all this. <laughs> but um, but Savali, the one thing I'm curious about, because he's been very, very good, but uh, some guys on Twitter were mentioning his pitch mix. I think it was Nick Pollock or something like that. His first two games, heavy cutter, low four seam. Last two games, heavy four seam, low cutter. He got hit a lot harder the last two games. So I don't know what he's doing right now, but I'm kind of scared to pay that price point when there's other options on the board tonight. Yeah, I agree. I think if Savali was somewhere in the eight range, it'd be much more yes. interesting to me. But because he's so much closer to DeGrom and Cole, I would rather just pay up for DeGrom and Cole. And look, against the lefty too, Stephen Brault, he, he's not great, obviously, but, you know, it, it's it's not as good of a mix to, you know, if you want to pay up for Jose Ramirez and Lindor, it's going to cost you 5K to do it over on DraftKings. It's going to cost you less on FanDuel, obviously, you know, and um, but not that much less. Like, Jose Ramirez is still 4K. So, I don't know. Uh, this is another one to me where it feels like a trap, so I'm going to run away from it. I don't think it's a bad play. I'm just going to put that out there. If you want to go yep. into Lindor and Ramirez and Hernandez tonight and stack the top of this order, 
perfectly fine with that. I would just rather have the left-handed side power most of the time as opposed to these guys from the right side. Uh, and that includes, obviously, Carl Santana also. Uh, Jacob deGrom is 11.8 on DK. Very expensive there. But on FanDuel, he's, I think, reasonable at 10.7 considering the slate, considering the Mets offense has actually been um, alive in the last few days. I actually like this one. I know he's going against Pablo Lopez, who has some moments as well. But of all the cash game pitchers tonight, this one to me makes the most sense, Bubba. Like, I, I just, if he's healthy enough to be going, he's healthy enough to be DeGrom, and the Mets offense looks pretty decent right now. So I'm not afraid of Pablo Lopez. Are you afraid of Pablo Lopez? Well, two, two things. Uh, I do like DeGrom on FanDuel more than Cole, but on DraftKings, I'll take the savings of Cole over DeGrom. Yes, so I'll, I'll specify that now. But um, I like Pablo Lopez as a cheap SP2 on DraftKings. I mentioned it last time out. Last year, he had like a low three ERA at home. He pitched very, very well at home. He pitched great his last outing at home. Only bad start he had this year was against the Mets, but that's when he had four walks. He's had zero walks in any other starts this year. So it's just a matter of can he um, locate his pitches and keep his command. I do agree the Mets offense is getting better, especially from the left side of the plate. That's where you can get to Lopez in the past. But I think as an SP2 on DK, I don't mind Pablo Lopez. Is that in tournaments I, or is that in cash? Yes, <clears throat> tournament tournaments only because I can see right. the argument you're going to start to make with Dom Smith, Cano, Conforto. Well, exactly. Like, that's like, a very good lefty all side. All these of the lefties in this lineup look. Yep. I mean, this is a very heavy left-handed lineup for the Mets. So and that's they're swinging it good. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> don't say it out loud. If you say it out loud, <laughs> it's like the Candyman. You say it one more time, and then the next <laughs> thing you know, Lastings Millard shows up, and then you know, oh, all Lastings, and they're uh, affordable on DK too. Tomka at 39, uh, Nimmo 35. Some affordable players there. I'm just going to try to pretend you didn't say that one name so you don't have to think what's about last it What's Lastings Millage? Uh, what's his price on DK tonight? <laughs> He's minus, minus 1,700. You get money back Ooh, for playing him. I like that. Now <laughs> you play of the night. Uh, but no, I, I think I think go with the Mets one more time tonight. I really do. You know, that middle of the order too. I mean, if you want to go up to the top with Nimmo, he's getting hot right now. And, you know, the nice thing about Nimmo and Cash is he is a, you know, low price high floor kind of player when he's going right because he's a high OBP guy. He's going to walk. He's going to be up there scoring runs and things like that. So he doesn't have a high ceiling necessarily, but he is a guy that can, you know, good return on investment. And look, if you're trying to get DeGrom on FanDuel in the single pitcher site, then the Mets make a lot of sense because you're getting a lot of value here. Davis, McNeil, 2.7, 2.7, uh, Nimmo, 2.9. You can go down to the bottom of this order too with Wilson Ramos at 2.2. And, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of, uh, cost effectiveness there uh, that you can have. Nobody on the Mets is above, th- you know, 3.7 is the only guy. It's Alonzo. Everybody else is 3.2 and less. Uh, Eric Fetty and Kyle Wright are going to lock horns tonight in Atlanta for the Nats and Braves game. Uh, your feelings and thoughts on this one? They're Stack awfully cheap. them up. Uh, give me all the Nats. Juan Soto, I don't care how expensive he is. Like, that's the one guy I'll pay up for tonight. Just take him. He's doing everything you want. As Dribble Cabrera is affordable. And then the the punt I've been using every night on DK and FanDuel, and he's still only twenty three hundred on both sides tonight. Luis Garcia hitting six in that lineup, being super. He's like a free square in cash right now. So I love that. And then the left side of the plate for the uh, Braves as well. You can attack there, but love me some Nats and don't mind some Braves because both these pitchers are bad. Yeah, what's the over on this? A ten, I think today. Ten, yeah. <laughs> Coors is the only higher over. Coors is twelve and a half. Yeah, well, we'll 10. get to that in so, a yeah. second here. Um, look, we don't have. Uh, we don't have exact things of what's going on here with the Reds game yet. So if, if, if you get on this late and Trevor Bauer's on there and you want to go to Trevor Bauer against Matt Harvey, you know what to do. <laughs> like, I mean, you don't need us to tell you that. Just, just, just move on with that one. Let's talk about Casey Mize making his debut. That's exciting. It's Dane Dunning. Look at all these young kids. This is great. It's like little league. 
All the all the kids are playing. This is fantastic. We didn't have Little League World Series, but we're having it Major League Baseball this year. Um, look, I, I don't expect either of these guys to go very long. I'm going to go right back to the well here. No offense to Casey Mize. He's a nice young pitcher, but can we really expect six shutout innings from Casey Mize? Probably not. So go right back to the Abreu and Tim Anderson and Loya Menez and all the blah, blah, blah. You know the score, man. Uh, and check on Robert, see if he's in the lineup or not. But, dude, for me, like – it just go back to the White Sox well until it proves like it's dry. And so far, it seems like it's bottomless. Yeah, I'm not going to really have to add on too much to that because I like all the White Sox, like you said. I agree. Mize might be good, but he's not going deep. And that Detroit bulb is what we want to target anyways. So, we, yeah, get all your White Sox. I'm not going to elaborate any further. Yeah, Rich Hill and Brett Anderson twins versus Brewers tonight. Uh, Hill is 7.4 on FanDuel. Anderson just 5.9. And on the DK side of things, you've got Brett Anderson, 6.8, Rich Hill, 7.4. I don't expect Rich Hill to go very deep into this game, nor Brett Anderson. So this is another one where we imagine we're into the bullpens. And if so, uh, I think I'm going to favor the Twins here in this one because of this lineup. Uh, I love the price, by the way, of Jorge Polanco. He's just 2.8. Oh, my God, on FanDuel. Like, uh, seriously, like him and Mitch Garver at the top, 2.825. That's a fantastic sell there. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Eddie Rosario is just 3.2. There's a lot of value in this Twins lineup on FanDuel and not so much over on DK. Once again, Nelson Cruz, 5-3. Mitch Garver, 4-9. Like, it's a big, big chasm. Uh, even Max Kepler is 4-4. Pretty expensive. Um, I would be looking for Buxton. I would be looking for Eddie Rosario, Marwin Gonzalez, perhaps, on DK. On the FanDuel side, the other guys I mentioned. Do you have any love for the Brewers here, or is it all Twins for you, too? Pretty much all twins just because the Brewers offense looks extremely lost right now. I know Rich Hill's coming off an injury, but I don't like what I'm seeing out of them. And uh, just remember, Nelly Cruz versus lefty is always a fun, fun place to be if you can afford it. All right. <clears throat> Here you go. Get ready. This is it. Framber Valdez, 8.3 on DK against Ryan Castellani, my people, at 4.9 on DK. He's just <laughs> 7.8 Valdez on FanDuel. Castellani, 6.3. Now, I know Castellani bird bubble last week, but. Yep. Hear me out, everybody. <clears throat> Every now and then I do this. I do this like once or twice a year. Last year I did it with Ryu. I don't know if you remember that Ryu start in Colorado. He was brilliant and nobody wanted to start him. I was like, no, this guy's pitching great. He's No one's hitting this guy and he's not walking anybody. And as long as those things hold, he's fine. I'm using that same logic here with Framber Valdez, okay? He's got a good potential for a W here because Castellani, I don't think, is going to be good twice in a row in Colorado. And I'm also going to take that logic of if you look at Valdez's game log, he's going six innings. He is not getting hit. He is not walking anybody. He's striking out a batter per nine. Everything here lines up to a fantastic, and the ownership is going to be low because it's Colorado. Give me Framber Valdez. Is it a single entry tournament play? Probably not. Is it going to be my tournament play tonight? Yes. I will live and die with this with you. Don't worry, kids. I'm I'm right there with you. So, the question is, Bubba, <clears throat> are you with there uh, with me as well here today? May the force be with you, Joe. May the force be with you. <laughs> I'm on my um, own. On my I understand. Own. I understand what you're saying. I get it. <laughs> I understand you're speaking word. There's words. Yeah, but uh, I, if I'm taking a picture in this game, I'm going to gamble on Castellani on DK at a punt. Just to, oh, this Houston you. offense is broken. Look how you turned no so quickly. Spring, Wait a minute. Yeah, Springer, Wait. Got, Springer got pulled. I'm just saying. No, their, listen, their offense is dreadful right now. You were attacking this young man just a week yes, ago. Yes, and, re- and I repented. I no, repented, okay? no, you're not wrong. See, here you go. Here, your initial instincts were right. <laughs> and this guy's going to screw you the second time. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this is it. We talked about this at the top of the show. 
How many guys can go out there two times in a row and pitch well in Colorado? Hardly anybody. Can Framer Valdez do it one time? Yes. Yes, he can. <laughs> yeah, just don't play pitching in Colorado is, is my usual motto. So it's my usual motto, too. I told you I do it once or twice a year. Yeah. And well, uh, I, the results have been okay when I've done it. <laughs> I, really, I really hope we get to come on the show tomorrow and you can just like laugh uh, at me for 45 to, minutes. Look, all I know is tomorrow's show is going to be outstanding no matter what. Because <laughs> if yes, Framber Valdez is great, it's going to be a great show. If he's terrible... Bubba's going to crush me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, on the hitting side of this one, I'm going to pay up for Bregman, especially. Uh, Correa got a maintenance day yesterday, so I pay for Correa. Look, 3-6 for Correa, 3-6 for Guriel, even 4-3 mm-hmm. for Bregman. It's not impossible here uh, to get involved with the Houston Astros. It's really not. Uh, look, you, you know about the Rockies. You know the score mm-hmm. here. Uh, you know what? But as hot as Blackman's been and they're not all these guys – you know, it's baseball. It, it comes back around and then they go into cold streaks. That's just what happens here. Um, and by the way, talk about, a, you know, Alex Bregman on DK. You want to talk about variance? He's 6.2 tonight. Okay. So what does that tell you? That tells you they love this matchup here for Bregman against Castellani. And guess what? So do I. Spoiler alert. It's it's going to be mentioned again later in the show. Anything else from this game before you tell me I'm wrong again? No, no, I'm just going to let this one go for now. We can talk about it tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, you cagey son of a... All right, let's go here. Lance Lynn against Chris Paddock. Paddock is just 7-7 on DK. Oh, you can hear the yeah. ownership going through the roof already. Lance mm-hmm. Lynn is 9.2. Uh, on FanDuel, the pricing, obviously, a little different here. You got Lance Lynn all the way at 9.7, so he's where Savali is, basically. Uh, Paddock is 8.1. So... This is another four outcome for me. This is the four outcome game of the night. And Lance Lynn's been really good. I feel like people are going to take the discount on Paddock instead of the performance of Lance Lynn. And if I have to lean a certain way, I'm going to lean towards the performance of Lance Lynn so far. Problem is the price. Problem is once I go around 10, like, why don't I just go all the way up and get me Grom? Um, But what are your thoughts on this one here? Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think if you want to go land in a GPP to pivot off of DeGrom, 100% with you there. I think he's very valuable on on DraftKings as well. Um, it's just one of those he, – he's been a beast coming off a complete game in Coors. You wonder when the other shoe is going to drop because you're going to have to have a bad start eventually, and the Padres' offense is, is good. And I'm going to keep riding Lynn right now. The strikeouts are there. There's a lot of swing and miss on the Padres' offense. As powerful as they are, they do strike out a lot. So that's big. And then, um, I, like you said, the ownership on Paddock, I could see going through the roof. I could see the GPP argument for him, but he's been so bad overall. I'm going to try to steer clear of him. And that's where I was kind of looking at Lopez as a pivot on DraftKings as the SP2 instead of Paddock. But uh, I like Lynn quite a bit tonight. Are you worried about Paddock? Because this is I my expectations for him to take that next step forward. And it hasn't really I, happened. I had, it started bar- off good. Bar- and now it's gotten weird. I barely had him as a top 50 pitcher going into the year. I did not like Paddock at all. Until he developed another third quality pitch, I didn't like what we saw there. And right now, he's having it. If he, if he can't locate, he's very hittable. And we've seen that. Mm. Mm. It's troublesome nonetheless. Mm-hmm. What's also troublesome is the pitching in this next game, Merrill Kelly against Jesus Lazardo. Lazardo's dirt cheap. He's 7-3, and uh, he's 8-2 on DK. But I'm telling you guys, like as good as the talent is, he's still a four-inning pitcher right now. And until he proves otherwise, I'm not going there. But stop me if you heard this one before. Guess what? Matt Olson, Matt Chapman are 3-5 and 3-6. Every day, you just like lock it in there if you want. Uh, Merrill Kelly, very hittable. We know that. Also, some really good value. Piscotti and Grossman. Scotty 2.8, Grossman 2.9 on Fandle. So you get some real discount there. Uh, on DK, Grossman's just 3.3, So and he's been swinging a hot bat. Uh, your thoughts and feelings on the A's and Diamondbacks tonight? 
Yeah, there's value with Grossman for sure. Like you said, 33 on uh, DK is really, really nice. Merrill Kelly's been a little better this year, but I agree, very hittable at times. The, the, the story of this one on DraftKings, though, Cattell Marte's $3,800 and Starling Marte's only $3,700. Um, if you're not playing at least Starling Marte in cash, you're doing things wrong. They're both very, very, very cheap, and I don't know what happened to DraftKings. Like, all the Diamondbacks are cheap tonight, and Lazardo, as good as he can be, we saw the Giants just torch him, and you mentioned only four innings. Um, the Diamondbacks do give you some nice late-night value. You know, it's funny. I was just sitting here thinking about this week. You know, Ryu hit, and then uh, Kenta Maeda hit this week. You know, you had a good run with the Asian pitchers this week. Really good. It reminds <laughs> me of um, a friend of mine in a baseball league I was in. <clears throat> One time he had a bunch of uh, uh, relievers like Suzuki, and I think he had um, Young Young Kim on his team and a bunch of guys like that. And he uh, he named his team Tsunami Relief, which I thought was very funny. Oh, that is <laughs> hilarious. <the> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I thought of like of all the great, and it just kind of popped in my head. And every time I think it was for some reason, like in the recesses of my brain, these funny things come up sometimes. So I think I share them on the show once in a while. But in, in terms of like baseball fantasy teams, that's a, that's a pretty good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and then he beat me in the playoffs that year and he sent me a Tsunami Relief magnet. I remember oh, man. <laughs> because at the time you made a oh. donation and then sent it to me. <laughs> that is awesome. That is, that is, now that's the kind of trolling I appreciate. I was going to say, see, that's high level trolling. And if you're going to play in a yeah. league with me, you have to be up to that kind of snuff. That's, that's where you got to be. Uh, Julio Urias uh, at 10.1 on DK. No, thank you against Taiwan mm-hmm. Walker at seven. I'm running away from both of these guys. Urias is 7.9. Taiwan Walker, seven, five. And I feel like once again, we're getting sucked in with, with the price, but you look at what Urias has done. He has not been dominant. Okay. So it, it, right now, I don't care what the price is until you show me you're dominant, like that you can handle this and you've got a good feeling on things. The, the, whatever the reason, maybe the Mariners just, this happens sometimes where like a bad team has a good team's number. It just feels like that right now. So I'm just going to run away from it for better or worse. You can run towards Mookie Betts and Corey Seager and, and the usual suspects in LA. Um, you don't need us to tell you that they're good. So I, I would still play them uh, in against Seattle. And look, Kyle Lewis hasn't stopped hitting at 3.1. He's still a value. He's only 3.7, by the way, on DK, which is kind of shocking yeah. that that price isn't higher. Yeah, no, I like that. He even stole a bag last night, so that was big. The one thing I will say is the, the Mariners aren't great, and they're really bad versus lefties. I, I agree with your Urias take, but I can see $7,900 making things very interesting. It's going to make it interesting. I think it's going to make it disappointing. I got to be honest, yeah. especially single pitcher. Like and and forget it on on DK at ten. No, thank you. Like for you to return ten, he's got to go like seven. Oh, innings. DK, not a chance. Yeah, DK, DK, not a chance. Please, bro. Yeah, bro. come on, bro. Come on, Blake Snell. <laughs> come on, yeah, it's like that Blake Snell. <laughs> he threw three innings. Let's make him a twelve K pitcher. It's stupid. Bigger, bigger, bro. Please, sack or Snell, go. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, sack. I actually think it's a bigger bro. I don't think bro is <laughs> the right name for him, but yeah, that's the wrong uh, yeah. Sasha the B. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Patrick Sandoval, 7.1 against Johnny Cueto, 5.6. Is it still a 1,000 degrees out there in San Fran or what? What's going on? Yes, and it's uh, everything's on fire. There's smoke everywhere. It's going to be ugly. In San- it's, you're thinking it's going to be smog and fog. It's going to be smoke. It's it's nasty out there right now. All right, so uh, Mike Trout is 6.1. <laughs> Anthony Rendon is yeah. 5K. Uh, Trout's 4-6. Rendon's 3-9. You know, you can go to the top of the order with Fletcher and Listella, get a little value there. 3-1 for Fletcher, just 2-3 for Listella hitting in front of Trout. Um, you can always take Otani to a 2-9. But look, <clears throat> Johnny Cueto's not very good. Sandoval's not necessarily lighting the world on fire, no pun intended. Um, 
but although it was funny. Um, yes. So yeah, so that's that's kind of my take on this one. This one doesn't have. Are you attacking this? I mean, the wind is blowing out substantially yeah. here. So it's, if you couple it's all that in, to me. yeah. It's interesting more so on Fandle because the pricing, like Otani, Goodwin, Listella, cheap. You could mix that in with a Trout or a Rendon. Uh, Yaz is hitting everybody. Like it's it's interesting. I'm not going to say it's not. Maybe it's more of a late night slate play than a full slate play. But it wouldn't shock me if we get some offense in this game. At least out of all the six o'clock games, this is the one I'd pick out of the four. Let's put it that way. Or nine o'clock <clears> games for you guys on the East Coast. All right, fair enough. It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to call our shot. Bubba and I are going to give you our picks to go yard tonight. Uh, and it's Wednesday night already, and uh, we're going to try to see if we can get somebody to take that baseball and put it where the sun don't shine. And my pick tonight is Alex Bregman in Colorado. Yes, that's right. Look, it's very expensive on DK, but on FanDuel, it is reasonable. You can do it, and so can Alex Bregman. So give me Bregman tonight with the Framber Valdez win. That's right. I said it, and I'm going to say it here on this segment because I know this segment goes on Twitter so everyone can hear me, and then they can either make fun of me or praise me afterwards. That's right. I will go on record. I am not afraid. Bubba, where are you going for your home run tonight, my friend? I am going with the most consistent player in baseball, the National League Player of the Week. I'm going with Juan Soto taking Kyle Wright deep tonight. Yeah, in other news, the mail shows up six days a week. Uh, so great. Hey, you so took a tour's field bat, so none of that. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did. All right. So if you like this uh, segment, you can always retweet it and win some merch. If you go over to Linestar on Twitter, go follow them at Linestar app, and uh, you can retweet this segment. Give us your home run call as well and win some free stuff. So everybody likes free stuff. Everybody likes home runs. It's a win-win for everybody. And while you're at it, Go to linestarapp.com and download that Linestar app, upgrade to the premium product, and follow us at Linestar MLB as well while you're at it. You can also follow Bubba at Casey Bubba and me at Joe Pizapia17. That'll do it for us today. But the story of the game goes on for Casey Bubba and Framber Valdez. I'm Joe Pizapia. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard, even if it's a 3-0 count and my manager tells me to take. I'm still going yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Casey Bubba.